The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast. You may experience thrills, spills, and other outtakes that may not be suitable for children and other audiences etc. I can't remember it. I need, I need a minute to think. One, this episode may contain language and content that some listeners may find offensive. Viewer discretion is advised. Viewer excretion is advised. Yeah, you're in your face. <laughs> Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast with Tea and Cleves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. Welcome to an episode of Outtakes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I flubbed it. I flubbed, yeah, no, I flubbed it. Uh, I was going to say episode of Outtakes and then I went episode and then I just kind of tried to make it into a Texas thing. You channeled your inner Dolly Parton. I did. I was yeah. working nine to five, and it what a way to make a living! It is not a great way to make a living. If anything, you need to work less hours for more money. That is a dream. Million pound an hour. Work two, you're done. <laughs> yeah, arguably one's enough. <laughs> I don't know. Especially if you get fired after the time you finish, you want to make sure you put in your hours. Let's be fair. All you need to really do is work a week to be set up for life. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, that isn't the point of this. We are doing outtakes episodes. Cool. <laughs> I don't know why I can't make it. I can't make it work. So we're doing outtakes. This is all stories that were in previous episodes, but we just didn't think that they were good enough, or they rambled on a bit don't, too much. Don't, don't. Why? Why are you making them sound they're still, bad? They're still funny, but maybe they didn't fit in with the theme of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's more like I'd like to market them. There's a not, yeah. not. This is so shit that we had to take it out, and then here is the shit. Yeah. What? What you said. So first up, we have a few stories that were cut from the Balloon Society episode. A little background into T's life at the leisure centre. Yeah, these weren't. Funny enough to be in the real episode. Wow. I don't know. I, li- I liked the first one. Like, it was an interesting insight to the Lido, mainly because I'd been there and uh, slopped about in the pool. It was good to Flailed know. about, I'd like to say. Flailed? Rude. <laughs> oh, we hope you enjoy these. Have an ice cream. Have an ice cream. Don't melt. Short stories with Warning, episode may not be short. When I worked at the leisure centre, we we had a blanket ban on ice cream people. Like, sure enough, people made of ice cream? Yes. Entirely made of ice cream, because they just melted. <laughs> they just clogged up everything. 
But we had so many times where they'd come and park, like come into our car park. Yeah. There he is again. There he is. Good old Bilton. We forced him in. <laughs> but they'd come into our car park on like the busy days. And it's like, no, piss off. Oh, we got our own little cafe that we sell ice cream. It's like, get out of here. Wait, Wait, did, you, did you make the ice cream? Did you sell the twisters? Was it a, like, a leisure centre thing? or did No, it like... wasn't like a soft scoop or anything like that, but we had like a freezer, like a chest freezer. You know, yeah. you know the ones you get in like a, yeah, a, a shop yeah, yeah, yeah. with a yeah, slider lid? Is, what, did the leisure centre buy the ice cream and sell them, or was it someone else that you hired in to do it? Originally, it was from another leisure centre down, uh, down the way. Down the way. Down the way. Of course. And they had like a cafe and stuff like that. We didn't have a cafe. And their staff would come over and we had like a shack out the back. Back shack. And Really? And, <laughs> and they started selling food and the food was horrible. Like they'd sell like the ice creams, like your Magnums and like your Twisters and other ice creams that are available, of course. But they'd also do... Have you ever had a boiled burger? Like steamed ham? <laughs> I don't think they were ham, but yes, yeah, steamed hams, pretty much. Steamed hams. They they would do steamed hams, chips, and ice cream, and this came from like the cafe. Ice. You make it sound like that's part of the burger. No, not not with the burger. You could buy a set like a cheeseburger with a a lump of vanilla on top. You, I suppose you could do that. Oh, ice cream sandwich, but with a burger. I mean, I dip my chips. In ice cream. There he is. It's bit, okay. Uh, <laughs> firstly, he never comes around, and then you can't get rid of the fucker. <laughs> He's now getting annoying. Yeah. But I, I dip my chips in like a milkshake. It's not a milkshake, though. Oh, okay, all right. Milkshake is just Ford uh, ice cream. Ice cream, yeah. Okay, fine. Fine. Don't, don't, don't open this, to, this debate here. Anyhow, it was originally like from like internal, but then... Internal ice cream. <laughs> Chocolate ice cream. Is that what you're, is that what you're implying? Extra nuts. Oh, God damn. But then we realised that we could outsource to other companies. We put the contract out to tender. Tender. And a company in Portsmouth bought it once year, one year. And I think they had, it was like 20 grand for the contract. What? Wait, wait, wait. So, wait, so they pay 20 grand, right? And they just turn up at your, like, Lido Leisure Centre and just, just pitch up outside? We had a lot. We, we still had the uh, the shack. <laughs> the back shack. The back shack. Attack. So they could use that. And it had, like, it had cooking facilities oh, yeah, in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the shack was just a shack. It wasn't, um, like, a franchise. Like, it wasn't something that you did. It was literally a shack. Yes. Hobo penthouse. Yes, it was basically something that we had to prop up when it was windy. Because it was that bad. <laughs> that sounds unstable. That sounds <laughs> against regulations. Oh, you'd be surprised what's against regulations. <laughs> so we we would sort of put the the contract to tender and they had to spend like I think it was twenty grand. But they could keep all of their profits, of course. It's Just like, to be clear, tender spender twenty grand there. Yes, exactly. It's a lot of money. It 20 is. 20 grand. How long? How long did they get the... Uh... Eight weeks. That's not how long. No, it's not. But that's how long the, the season was. They've got to make a lot of money on ice cream for that. Plus pay the staff. They made it back in three weeks. Fuck off. Three weeks. Three... 
Just surely not just selling ice cream. Do you get like the burger vans and stuff as well? Like, what they also in? did, they wasn't just ice cream, but they came in and they got made the shit out of it. Like they did crepes, they did burgers, they did little um like cups of like semen. <laughs> probably. Samples. But they did like cups of like various foods, like uh, what was it? And like, they did like Chip cones and stuff like that. Everyone has a chip cone. If yeah, you, yeah. If you're yeah. paying more than a quid for a chip cone, it's not 19.95. Well, it was more than a quid for the chip cone. Was it two quid. But it was around that, yeah. But they were doing like churros as well, like yeah, churros yeah. with chocolate and stuff like they brought a load of stuff in, mm-hmm. and like within three weeks they'd made their money back because it was luckily for them incredibly hot and sunny. Like it was beautiful. Like we were turning people away at the door. Because we had a capacity of, I think it's like three and a half thousand. Three and a half thousand at that place. Yes, that that was the capacity. Three and a half thousand. That's too many. It was too many. <laughs> They'd be like, no, but like I've been to that leisure centre. I've been to the line. I've been with you before you started working there. Yes. When we dipped about on the slides. Oh, we were very drunk. Yeah, didn't we take red wine and coke in? No, Katie took red wine and coke. I love red wine and coke. Oh, it's a horrible mix. I think we had Jack Daniels and Coke. I think that's what we were going with. All right, and whatever. The point is, it's... Um, I, all I can Coke. remember is we were going down the slide and then I got to the top quite quite drunk and there was like a 16-year-old. And at the time, I was in my mid-20s. And the young lad who's the life got at the top went, oh, you're a bit old. And I went, don't back chat to me, uh, young man. <laughs> and then I went down the biggest slide just to prove him wrong. Yeah, you went on the big slide. Yeah, about. which was the worst one. Because the big blue spirally slide, where you get stuck because it's not a stiff enough gradient. Wait, wait, wait. When you say you get stuck? Well, you just don't move, do you? You just don't slide. I mean, I did. you got to shuffle. Mate, no. You need to go down on your heels and your shoulder blades. That's how you get down the fastest. Everyone knows that. I know that I need to get myself a concussion on one of them because it levels out halfway. Well, yes. Yeah, well, that's Too good. much speed, mate. No, there's no such thing. Concussion's <laughs> part of the ride. It's also part of rugby and American football. Wow. <laughs> At least that's what they're saying You went dark there. You went dark. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's like those Bourneville ice creams. I mean, one thing that stands out to me it's just something that just pops to my mind. I have a lot of stories about working at a leisure centre in general. So there, there was one one gentleman, very notorious for dropping weights. Don't drop weights. Let me just say that. Don't drop weights if you are in the gym. Firstly, because if you drop them on someone, it will shatter their foot or something like that. And they are very expensive. Like They're not yet Argos weights. Like one set of dumbbells in a gym will usually cost the same as a set of dumbbells at somewhere like Argos or Decathlon. Don't drop them because if you damage them, the gym will charge you. I have charged more than a few people for dumbbells in the past and they've been shocked when I've given them a number of two, like 250, 300 pounds because they've damaged them because that's how much they cost. So that's the first little thing. There was a gentleman who was notorious for doing this. Every day, he was told to stop dropping the weights. What was his name? 
Uh, let's just call him John. Let's call him <laughs> I wanted you to come up with a better name than that. <sighs> I know, but let's just call him John. Why can't you call him Jim? Well, okay, let's call him Jim then. Let's call him Jim. Just big baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're only talking about the gym. Let's call the guy Jim. Fine, let's call him Jim because that won't be confusing. Exactly. So he'd always drop these weights and he'd be at the like the, the weight section of the of the gym. See, this is why it's going to be confusing. <laughs> and we'd say it all the time, Jim, stop dropping them. And he'd always give you a bit of attitude. One day you get a knock on the office door and he's complaining that someone's broken his phone. So it's a, a brand new iPhone, like made of glass, and it's it's just been annihilated. I think, what's going on here? And I was like, okay, well, leave with me. I, I just, yeah, he wanted compensation. He wanted us to claim our insurance. So we're like, okay, we'll get back to you about this. Well, CCTV footage, go on to it. So he's got, <laughs> he's got his like Beats by Dre wireless headphones on, and like, we're watching the time. And he's dropping the weights all willy nilly over the floor. And he's got his phone on one of the, the benches. So it's on the end of one of like the little weights benches where you lie down on. And he's got his phone there playing his music. And someone distracts him. Like Someone's just asking a question. So he turns to the side and like, pulls his headphones down. And he's got a, a huge dumbbell in one of his hands. Huge one. It must be about 25, 30 kilos. And just out of instinct, because he always does it, he lets go of the dumbbell. It's usually a bravado thing, big bang in the gym. Oh, look how heavy I'm doing yeah. doing this. And you see on the camera, it's over his phone on the end of the desk, <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> As he drops it, it just bounces. And spoiler alert, dumbbell beats iPhone. And it just... It wasn't really a spoiler alert, was it? Because it, you alluded to that at the start. Yeah, I did. It's not a very good story. But... <laughs> In retrospect, it was kind of a rip-off. <laughs> Needless to say, he didn't get his money. I called him into the office. Well, he came into the office when... Did you get him to watch the footage? Yes. Nice. I would have loved it. That would have been the best part, I think. Excuse me, sir. Is this you? Yes. Yep. Is this your iPhone? Yes. Is this a dumbbell in your hand? Yes. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. And he was like, oh, I didn't know you had cameras. So, so you thought you tried to scam us? Yeah, basically he tried to scam us because he had dropped a dumbbell on his brand new iPhone, just destroying it. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed those stories. They were cut for a reason. <laughs> yeah, they were. So next we're going to take some stories that were cut from our original games episodes. The one that we didn't want to air. We just didn't think it was good enough. But we got too drunk. I got too drunk. Probably it was the the main problem. <laughs> yeah, so there might be a little bit of like slurriness here and there, maybe. But the stories are still quite funny. They're very short, so persevere. The main point of it is, Kirby, what a legend. Short stories with TLPs You'll be sick to the back teeth Darkness, jingle, buddy, and the things Short story with TLPs Short stories with TLPs Warning, these stories may contain excessive love for Kirby So I like to play a lot of retro games Kirby, yeah. remember Kirby, that little fat pink thing? That's pretty good, swallowed stuff 
Yeah. It's like the world's biggest cup cobbler. I, I, it wasn't it wasn't marketed as that, admittedly, from Nintendo. But you'd literally buy anything in its mouth. Yeah. And, and it became the thing that it swallowed as well. So why Kirby wasn't one giant dick, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I... I, 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 don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how to, where to go with that. Okay, so the point is, you, you go for a lot of old school stuff. I like games where I can go at my own pace. Aside from the one that we're going to talk about in a little bit, I won't, I won't mention that one. Kirby's Dreamland. Not Kirby's Dreamland. But I think the point is, a lot of these games are... I'm either playing them with someone to sort of carry the load, or they are very specifically... They have to be viewable, like bright, blocky kids' games, I suppose you'd say. Provided they're like bright and colourful. And not like too Kirby. dark. Like, like Kirby. Why have they not made a, a Kirby update? I think there is one. Is there actually? Yeah, but I haven't It's on it. Nintendo. There's going to be no accessibility options. They are the worst for accessibility, by far. All right, fine. So the game that we have been playing recently, to the point that we've disregarded all of our friends to play it. Yes, we have done that. Last of Us 2. Yes, The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I was just saying the, the actual full title in case people... I'm sorry that I missed out the word part. It's the second one, isn't it? Yeah. I never played the first one, but you filled me in. Basically, zombies, but they don't call them zombies. Fungus guys. Yeah, infected, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Infected, run around, trying to munch you. They're not zombies, though. They still want to munch. They still want to munch, yeah. They love a good munch. Look, I'm not even going to mention Kirby. <laughs> There's going to be so little people that know about Kirby as well. It's a little pink piece of chewing gum. Just fucking Google it. <laughs> I'll buy a hat and take it off. Yes. Or borrow a hat, lose it, get a replacement, pretend that you didn't get a replacement until I comment on the fact that it completely feels like a different All right, let's let's be fair, right? If we're going to do this, let's do it properly. (laughs) T lent me a hat. I went to Vegas. I drank a lot of whiskey sours. I drank a lot of beer. Played a lot of slots. I took T's hat off. Put it down on the slot machine and I walked away. It's probably in the flamingo still somewhere. I don't know. The point is, I bought you pretty much the same hat back and then casually put it in your room so you would know none of the difference. It was still a black hat. It still said Under Armour on it. What more do you want? Same material. It was basically the same material. Do you know how much Under Armour caps cost? Apparently quite a lot. Yeah, because I bought the first one. What, the first ever Under Armour cap? Fuck off. No, I bought the first hat in this story, so I know how much they cost, because I lent you one that cost me a oh, lot yeah, of money. In the, in the story, yes. Okay, yeah. in the story. I thought you mean the, you bought the first ever Under Armour black cap. Oh, yeah, back in like 1817, yeah, I bought well, the first fucking Under Armour hat, yeah. Look, the point is, I appreciate that you lent it me, and also I tried to sneak one back into your room, and if anything, you got, you got a nicer one, because it's more updated. No, it wasn't. Like, the one you gave me was, like, 2016 Under Armour. The one I gave you was, like, 2019 Under Armour. So, like, I've updated it by, like, three years. For shit. Three years updated, and you you got no no respect for that. 
<laughs> I didn't know the Rodney Dangerfield was here. No respect. That's what I'm saying. I bought you a lovely hat, brand new, from <laughs> Vegas, and I bought you some delicious sweets back. Yeah, I was very appreciative of that. So the point is this. Enjoy your hat. Don't complain about the material, because it's now more eco-friendly, I assume, because it's from 2019. <laughs> and if anything, it looks better on you. <laughs> and it's more stretchy as well, so it can fit anyone. Thanks. You're welcome. Welcome back again. Third time, the charm. Third time is the charm. Ball cuppingly good. <laughs> Apparently so. So after the failed games episode of a few weeks back, we decided to just riff, and for some reason we ended up on theme parks. We tried. We tried so hard that week. We really did. Like we realised that we'd failed on the game episode, and just thought. Let's just record some shit and see how it turns out. And I, t- I tried to talk about Cabri World for a bit, but it's not on here. And then we started talking about theme parks. Oh, Cabri World is coming, but not on this episode. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's that chocolatey chocolate goodness is coming. So enjoy this snippet of theme parks. Sean Stories Warning, writing the smile may not cause you to smile, but may cause loss of limbs. Alton Towers in no way endorses this podcast. <laughs> These spikes are ridiculous. Mum's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Let me ask you this question then. What was your what are your thoughts on theme parks? They used to be better. They used to be better. <laughs> Back in my day. Did. Like, they've got better rides nowadays. I've been to a proper one in a while. Where to Chessington? For my 30th birthday. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, we just blocked that out from your memory. Well, you were there. Cleves' birthday. No one gives a fuck about that. Well, you were there, so I have to block it out. It had a zoo. I saw some ostriches. It had PTSD from Cadbury's world, so... Ostriches. Ostri. I like to call... Ostriders. I like to call several ostriches Ostri. Australians. (laughs) No. Better than what you said. What, Australia? Yeah. You went Australian because I went Australian. It sounds like Australian. That's exactly where you went that from. Exactly. I built upon your shit idea. Look, the point is, Chessington World of Adventure, right, is one of three theme parks from... Is it Madame Tussauds? I think it is Madame Tussauds. Merlin. Uh, Merlin. Merlin, yes. Merlin. But they own Madame Tussauds as well, don't they? Yeah, they do. But like, the three main ones in the UK, Alton Towers... Chessington and Thorpe. Yeah, never been to Thorpe, but here it's a more compact version of Alton Towers. Uh, it's happy. more of a water park. It's more heavily based around water is slides and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if it is. It is Thorpe Park. You're thinking of the, the right one. Yes, you're not thinking of Whitewater Valley. No, I've been to Thorpe Park like five times. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure it's not like Alton Towers? No, it's, it's, I've never been to Alton Towers, so I can't compare. We need to go to Alton Towers. Oh, shit, that's what we should do for the podcast, right? Like, just go to Alton Towers and just blinky, blinkies on rides. <laughs> we can do. Of course, that wouldn't, that'd be on the social media, not a podcast. Yeah, whatever. No, it would be a good podcast. 
putting a microphone on and then getting someone from Alton Towers to be our guide for the day and see how frequently they get pissed off. Oh, this is a good point, actually, isn't it? Because you have to now be, like, upper-tier disabled mm, to yeah. get the good shit at Alton Towers. Like, when I first started going to Alton Towers, right, I was on, like, lower-rate benefits and I used to get a free carer and up to one, two, three other people, like friends, that could come on the ride with me and skip the queue. Nowadays, you have to be like full spat, uh, full, full blinky, full. What's, what's the word? You, you need to have a severe impairment. Severe impairment, yes. That's definitely what I was <laughs> going to say. Yeah. You need to be, you, you need to have a severe impairment and be on higher rate pip to get the, uh, the queue jump yeah. and the three other people on the, on the rides. Which is a shame, because again, it depends on your disability, doesn't it? Like, you might be on minimum benefits, but like it was me, I was blind. I couldn't really see to get around the the entrance and exit ways very well, so I needed someone to guide me. And that was on minimum benefits. Yeah. But now you have to be on maximum, and maximum implies that you can't stand in the queue because you are you get, like, tetchy or grossed out by other people, which is fine, but you can have that minimum benefits. And then, and then arguably again, if you're disabled and you have a wheelchair, you could probably queue up in the regular queues for most parts, unless they've got steps or whatever. Do you know what I mean, a lot of the main queues to rides are not really accessible for disabled people. And and the issue I have is finding that like, sometimes they have disabled entrances. They're tricky to find. They are. They don't signpost them. A lot. Well, sometimes as well, they are the exits, and that's the most embarrassing thing. The worst part is at Alton Towers, the disabled entrance to the rapids at Alton Towers is the exit, mm. and it's a long exit. Yeah, you better believe you're wheeling your way around the exit for quite some time. Yeah, before you get to the actual rapids. The best thing to do is actually just go down the exit and then just hop over when you get to the bridge. There's like yeah. a little bridge before there, and you just hop over and just be like, yeah, this guy's blinking. Not, not in a wheelchair. <laughs> well, I know, but... Not hopping over, are you? No, true. There's, there's a ramp, but I mean, you throw it. Grind the rail. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, in, in Tony Hawk's Underground 2, I'm pretty sure there was a guy called Paulie Wheels of Fury, and, uh, you know, he was a guy in a wheelchair, and he did, like, loads of grinds, and you can basically do any kind of trick on... Tony Hawk's, but in a wheelchair. Progressive. Pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Although I do kind of think that it was basically a comedy element. However, still pretty sick, actually, I'll be honest, yeah. Yeah. Fair play. So on theme parks, I think this was... Uh, all, all the benefits were kind of ruined by Disney. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. Firstly, let's do the serious story. Disabled people at Disney were saying to people, hey, look, come with me. I'll get you Q-Jump. Just pay for my ticket. The same people make a little bit of money because they get the money from the... Like, they say, oh, you know, pay for my ticket. The people there, you know what I mean, you get up to, like, three people on the ride with them. They get to Q-Jump. Everyone wins. Although, arguably, does everyone win because a disabled person gets, what, 40 quid? 40 quid for a day. Is that good pay? That, that's, not what I, that's not what I heard. Like, All right, you, fine. You're, you, you, you. You're, you're roughly there. Um, 
So from what I heard was that Disney used to have a scheme where you used to get four carers if you were... Same old towers. And right. Same as a lot of places at the time. But you used to get four carers and you used to get different... Like, you used to get wristbands. The wristbands used to be sort of a uniform colour, like... You wouldn't have one for the disabled person and like another colour for the carers. It would all be the same coloured wristband. A disabled person, in theory, could uh, go and buy their ticket to the park, let's say for 50, 50 quid or $50 or whatever, get their four wristbands and say, OK, my carers are just sort of like, they're just parking the car or stuff like that. Can I have my wristbands? And they'd give them to you. What they would then do is they'd go out and then they'd see a family of, say, four, and then turn around and say, look, because these wristbands were free, they turn around and say, look, these wristbands will get you onto rides super quick. No fast pass, nothing. Instead of giving like 50 quid per person at the counter, give me 150 quid. These wristbands will work and you get fast tracks. Then they were scalping the wristbands and they would do this, say, over a weekend. To the point where you could afford, as a disabled person, to pay for your entire trip and enjoy a Disney adventure, and you could make all. <laughs> oh of yeah, that was, that was the main part. Of it. I got a Disney adventure, a whole new world. <laughs> Hold your legs if it's better. <laughs> God damn. But this is what the problem was: that people were doing this and making fair amounts of money. Disney shut down the disabled. And then Disney were like, we're putting an end to this nonsense. Uh, let's be fair, I hate to say it, but arguably rightly so. Rightly so. But they went too far the other way. They made it very hard to prove you're disabled. They took away any disabled benefit you get inside. Like, you can't just shut to a ride anymore and be like, oh, I'm getting on. They made it, they took away a lot of the benefits of it for those of us who were legitimately using the system. Because it's it's just their it's just their time. Once you're inside, the resource is the same. It wasn't costing them anything really to do this. It was a drop in their profits, but quite a small drop in the barrel, really. Uh, let me let me ask you this: Should disabled people get on the rights first? What makes them better than other people? The the problem with this is, I think, in some cases, yes. But in other cases, no. In what for, cases, yes. So, for, for people like me and you, no. Cue the same as everyone else. No, true. I, I get that, but also at the same time, the fact that they give me um, blinky passes means I'll take advantage of it. But yes, exactly. But this is the problem. Like It's just such a blanket thing. I mean, I can do... On, on a good day, I can do Alton Towers by one o'clock. I can get there at nine, do, do Alton Towers by one o'clock, and then I'm bored. Like, what should we go on again? Yeah. Whereas most people haven't got on... Three rides by that point. Yeah. I think if if someone has autism... That's fair. Yeah, or they li- li- Down li- syndrome. Like, yeah, they can't... Yeah, okay, that's fair. I, I think in these use. instances with severe yeah. disabilities, fine. Mm-hmm. But there's no distinction. Because Orton Towers aren't going to turn around and say, we have a Down syndrome, autism, severe cerebral palsy... Or like motor, like motor function condition policy. But if you're blind or deaf or paraplegic, 
Then arguably, then you know your, your stuff like you're on a different thing. They they don't have scales. It's either you're in then, or you're not. Then maybe maybe that is the best that they're currently doing in the terms that they say. If you're on high disability, you can get the thing. Maybe, maybe that's the best they can do in under the circumstances. I think so because they they're getting someone else to do the like the qualifying for them. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Mainly because I get to go on the rise without queuing. Chessington was good. We found out too late that we could have done the get in quick thing because we actually queued like normal people. Oh no 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 no! I tell you what it was. I at the, at the time I wasn't on higher rate and neither were you. No yeah. no no! I tell you what it was. I was I on wasn't high. on higher rate, but you were were on higher rate. Yeah. But you just moved to pip, and they hadn't started giving you higher rate yet. Yeah, so I had no, no proof. proof. I had no proof, yeah. So we had to queue like dicks. And then we got offered the vampire, I think. And then the bloke was like, why didn't you come the other way? And I was like, dude, God, yeah, like, dude, my, my, thing dude. Has, my thing ain't come through yet. And yeah. he's like, if you want to do it again, just come down the same yeah, entrance yeah. around there. And I'm like, all right, fine. But if we get to the end of the day, and we're like, yeah, we ain't yeah. got the time. We're going. Like, we've got, yeah, we've, that we've was one of the last things we went on, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. we had dinner. Like We had dinner books, didn't we? Yeah. So we had to leave. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, shit. That was a good day, man. I enjoyed that. Yeah, but theme park's a bit of a bit of a funny one. A bit of a funny one. They, they don't signpost it well enough. Like too many people took advantage, so they got a bug up their ass. I mean, arguably, it. rightly so, they had to close it down a little bit. I agree. I do, but I don't know. I don't really have anything to follow up about that. I agree. They had to close it down a little bit. People shouldn't be profiting off of being disabled. No. No, I'll give you that. Not not for the sheer fact that you're disabled, you shouldn't be profiting off that. Yeah. I agree. And you, you could debatably say Disney, like, booing their tyrant, <laughs> huge organisation, and if you make a little bit of money, a disabled person, and, like, a family from the Netherlands get some cheap tickets and get, like, a good day for them and their kids... Okay, you can make that argument, fine, yeah. but we're, we're talking about what's fair as the whole. Yeah. yeah. And that's not, it's just not, because there are people who play by the rules. Yeah, ex- exactly. And for all of those who play by the rules, like we did, even even if we had the higher rate at Chessington that one time, I was, apart from a few exceptions, I still would have happily queued. It's not a big issue to me. You might have. I'm fucking... You're Mr. I'm Impatient. Mate, mate, I'm Eagle Fang. I would have totally taken that, uh, taken the disabled entrance. You're, if, you're if, I, if, if, mate, if I If I got the banner... The only time that I've not legitimately queued whilst I'm having the disabled band is... Um, there was a time that Alton Towers had the Smiler incident, shall we say, where yeah. that uh, person lost their leg. And we went maybe a month or so after that me and some people from work. Mm. <laughs> me and JC got fucked on vodka anyway before we even got there. <laughs> the point is, me and JC went on everything right and there was zero cues. And that's the only time I've used it because there was no cues. Mm. No one wanted to go to Alton Towers because the safety was in question. Whereas I think, if you've had an accident like that, the safety is never going to be higher after that. Because... You talk about an anomaly as well. Like, now put it this way, just... If a theme park has an accident on one ride, it doesn't mean all the rides are unsafe. 
No, no, it's true. But if you have an if you have an accident on one ride, you're going to tighten up everything, aren't you? Because the the, the world spotlight is on you. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, blah blah's lost their leg. Shit. Okay, we need to tighten up everything. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to go because they're like, oh my god, it's unsafe. I'll tell you what, it's going to be the most safe now. The if thing anything. is, <clears throat> historically, I would say that theme parks were really unsafe. Like when we were growing up, like eighties, nineties. 2000s. I, I think they maybe. were. Now, even then, I say theme parks probably not too bad because, like, the law wasn't necessarily there to slam them. Like, if things went wrong, they went wrong. Like, that's how it was, especially for smaller ones. But nowadays, the repercussions for fucking up so huge. Yeah. So you can't just get like the gormless teenagers who you used to press buttons like a chimp trying to get a <laughs> feed pellet. You can't get them anymore because you get them to sign a contract when they start. Like people, like young people who start at, like Alton Towers, they'll have. I guarantee they have to sign contracts saying, "If I kill someone through negligence, it's entirely my fault. I sign this knowing all of this is the case." So yeah, I the guarantee is, they're super vigilant just because they, they can't Those people it. aren't going to be starting on, like, nemesis, though, are they? Those people are going to be starting on, like, screw looking in the, in yeah, the, in the kids' Yeah, but how part. long... That, that when you have, like, staff turnaround, how quickly do you get <laughs> on to nemesis? Well, I don't know. I think we, we need to reach out to Alton Towers. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like to speak to, like, people who have worked there and go, OK, what the process? There actually was a documentary on uh, I watched it. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't actually. It was quite interesting. That, that COVID one on on yeah on towers. Yeah. I think I think me and you watched it for the same reason. It was on after Bake Off. <laughs> yeah, it was on. After <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, fair. And I couldn't move after Bake Off because we usually had many confections during yeah, that. And I'm just yeah. like, ah, oh, so bakery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn you, patisserie. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Bakery on roller coasters as well. The last time I, uh, you know, steak pie on a on Nemesis. <laughs> okay. Just couldn't do it. Well, we hope you enjoyed those short stories with T and Cleves. If you didn't, then oh shit! Really, you you got this far. You listened to the outro, and. There'll probably well, be more in future. There probably will be. This is just the tip of the iceberg as far as stories. A lot of hijinks happen when you're blinky. This is this is the tip of the iceberg when it comes to shit that we've cut from other podcasts. Oh yeah, and there's a lot more. For good or bad reasons. Yeah, but it's just it's still salvageable. It just didn't fit those other ones. Mm. Still think maybe we cut it for a reason. Well, we'll see what the feedback is. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.
That was a short stories episode with tea and clear some shit out takes with an even shittier overplay jingle. Short stories with tea and please episode the episode clocked in at 39 minutes 14 seconds.